Hey, Indiana basketball. What was that? You are locked on Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On Hoosiers podcast, your first listen each and every day, and I appreciate you making it so. Of course, we're a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, which is your team every single day. Here for a little bonus episode of Locked On Hoosiers to maybe bless your timeline on a Sunday. I just don't think that's going to be the case, unfortunately, with what we have to talk about today. A shout out to all of the everydayers out there, man. We are just, uh, I talk about this every episode, man. We're growing, growing, and growing. And uh, we are right around that 1,500 subscriber mark. So um, we're pushing for it. Once we get to that, Let's get to 2,000, huh? Why don't we push for 2,000 subscribers? So if you're on YouTube, like the video, subscribe to the channel. It helps us out tremendously. If you're on any of your podcasting platforms, we are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure you subscribe on there. Turn on notifications everywhere for when you know we go live each and every weekday, plus bonus episodes just like this one. Before we get into the content, though, today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain uh, to uh, maintain uh, your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the price you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Hey, Indiana basketball. What was that? What in the world did we watch in Atlanta on Saturday night? This is fresh off of it, getting home late, late, late Saturday night, um, recording this. And, I mean, it's been hours since the game ended. Hours. And I'm still just kind of in shock about how this game went down. And the numbers are going to baffle you. I mean, the, this is this was one of the biggest turnaround games I've seen in action in a game in a long time. Indiana falls to Auburn 104 to 76. Uh, first of all, the Hoosiers give up NBA-like numbers on the scoreboard, in the stat sheet, everywhere. We're going to break it all down for you here on the show. And they uh, and they score 76 points. Whoop-de-doo. Right? Right there where they a little bit above their average, but not by a whole lot, okay? You look at what Indiana did. Across the board, look, 76 points is not a bad performance, okay? 76 points is good enough for this Indiana team to win when they do what they're supposed to on the defensive side of the floor. Khalil Ware had 13. Malik Renew led you with all scores with 15. Gabe Cups even put in 11. That was good to see a little bit, right? Most of that was in the second half in garbage time, but it is what it is. He still got on the scoreboard. 
And McKenzie and Baco got double digits again, which is good to see. Nobody else really did a whole lot. Anthony Walker got nine quiet points, I think. Trey Galloway was still kind of non-existent with six points. I know he got in foul trouble early. Lots of foul trouble in this game in the first half, which led to the big swing in that first half, which we'll get to in just a second. Uh, Banks had, uh, let's see, Banks had four, Sparks had three, Gunn had three, and Leal had two, okay? On the other side, here's what you gave up in that 104-point performance. You gave up 24 points to the freshman phenom, Aiden Holloway. You gave up 24 points to Jalen Williams. You gave up 12 points to their starting shooting guard, Denver Jones, 14 points to their backup shooting guard, KD Johnson, 10 points to their backup point guard, Trey Donaldson, and 11 points to Chad Baker-Mazzara, another guy that comes off the bench. And oh, by the way, their all-SEC-level player, Jani Broom, had two points. Two. He had two total points. And yet, you let their you held their best player to just two points on one of six shooting. But did we just forget about everybody else? Oh, wait. Team, a team that can shoot the three ball, beat Indiana, and put 104 points on the board? That's crazy. That's such a crazy thought. No, it's not. No, it's not. I'm surprised this is the first time it's happened. And going into the game, I said the video we dropped on Friday, the podcast we dropped on Friday, the episode, the thing that we talked about was I believed that Indiana could win this game. If you played well, played well defensively, you could win this game. And I think you did what you needed to do offensively. Heck, you came out on fire to start this basketball game. You hit back-to-back-to-back threes. That hasn't happened all year. You matched your game high in a season within the first five minutes of the game with three-pointers made, right? And we're like, okay, here we go, right? Let's see what we can do. But the problem was Auburn matched it. Auburn matched what you were doing behind the arc early. And yeah, you got that double-digit lead, right? You were up significantly early. First five minutes, you were up and you won. You felt good. Indiana, this place was going nuts. I was there in Atlanta at State Farm Arena. Indiana fans, let me go ahead and say this. I know they've gotten a lot of love, and I'm going to give them some more. They showed up. You guys showed up in Atlanta for the holiday hoops giving. You outnumber the Auburn fans. And the distance traveled is about a six-hour difference. And you outnumbered them, I'd say it was at least 60-40 Indiana fans, Hoosier fans versus Tiger fans. So shout out to you. And you guys were loud, just not loud for very long. And that has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with the game. You let this Auburn team, who had had their two worst games of the year shooting the basketball, coming off a loss at App State, where they couldn't hit anything. The, the lid was so far over the basket that they even they couldn't even shoot. They shouldn't have even been there on Sunday. You let that team come into Atlanta and embarrass you in the holiday hoops giving. What was that? You give up 104 points. That should not happen in a college basketball game. Nevertheless, a power five, power six type of game in a neutral site. That should not happen. And the fear that we all had of Auburn turning over Indiana, getting out and running, and hitting big-time threes, it all happened here. It all happened. 
Everything that Auburn could have done to beat the Hoosiers, they did it. And they did it and did it and did it. Auburn, for the basketball game, shot 48% from the field, 35 of 72. They shot the ball 72 times. That's insane. They were 14 of 29 from deep. That's 48%. And they were 87% from the free throw line, 20 of 23. I know what the question's going to be, and I know what a lot of comments are already going to be. Well, Indiana ran into a hot team that night. Indiana just ran into a buzzsaw. That team wasn't, there was nobody in the country that could beat that team. Bruce Pearl said, head coach of Auburn, he said that's the best we can play in his postgame press conference. So that's the best we're going to play all year. So is this the case of Indiana just running into a hot team? I think a little bit, but guess who caused them to have a great night? It was Indiana's defense. Indiana's lack of hustle, lack of effort, lack of communicating and rotations. And lack of physicality. Let's be honest there. Khalil Ware and Malik Renew, they were in there. They just weren't doing a whole lot. They shut down Janai Broom. Cool. Good job. He had two points. But you let literally everybody else on the team beat you. And at what point do you have to make an adjustment and say, okay, let's let them go inside And let's defend the inside where we're better at defending rather than letting them just shoot all over the place and say, hey, beat us from the outside. Well, guess what? They did. They beat you from the outside. They beat you in the hustle game. You got transition game that we said Indiana couldn't afford to get into in a run and gun game. That happened. I mean, everything that could have gone wrong here did. You got off to that hot start. And there was a 30-point swing in the first half. Do we understand that? There was a 30-point swing in the first half. And I saw a stat, and I didn't write it down, so I'm going to try to remember it off the top of my head. Auburn had like 10 points through the first seven minutes or eight minutes of the game. They went on to score 94 in the rest. They scored 94 points in 30-plus minutes. That's almost three minutes or three points a minute. That's three points every possession, basically. Are we serious? How do you expect to win basketball games when teams are doing what they're doing? And this wasn't just a hot team in Auburn. Indiana did exactly what they always do. Give up wide open shots, offensive rebounds, kick back out for threes. And give all give a ton of credit to Auburn for making those shots because many teams haven't done that this year against Indiana. But Auburn did. Auburn absolutely did. You look at Indiana's offensive numbers here quickly. 43% from the field. Okay, not bad. 35% from deep. That's the best we're ever going to see out of this Indiana team. Six of 17 from deep. I'll take that all day. Now, of course, a lot of those, four of those to be exact, we're in the first half and fairly early. And I think that's where Indiana ran into some offensive problems was they saw a couple go down and they didn't quit shooting. McKenzie Mbako just kept shooting threes. He was two of seven. They just kept shooting. And then the offense just stalled out. Just stalled out. Quit making good passes, turn the ball over. 
right? They had uh, 12 total turnovers. Here's the other problem. Auburn had three. Three turnovers the whole game. Surely you can get lucky and get some unforced turnovers here, right? So I understand the argument if there is anywhere. Auburn played literally, and I agree with head coach Bruce Pearl over there. I mean, that's as good of a game as you can see a team play. When you shoot 48% across the board from the field and from deep, 87% from the line, you only commit three turnovers, and you have two, four, six of your players out of the 10 or 11 that played, six of them are in double digits. I mean, what do you do? What do you do? And I know there's a lot of Indiana fans that are very upset here with head coach Mike Woodson, his coaching here. He was very frustrated on the sidelines pretty much all evening there in Atlanta. And there's some some frustration with his comments after the game about his his comment about rotations where he says, well, I, I rotate the same every game. Doesn't matter. I don't know if that's a great thing to say, coach. I'm going to be honest with you. Why would you rotate the same every game rather than rotating and putting guys in based off of matchups, based off of situation, based off of results or lack thereof? I don't know. This was a tough game, man. This was a tough game to watch, cover. It's a tough thing to talk about right now. Because I always do my best to give you the information and tell you how I feel about it. That's what I do. I tell you what I think about it, whether it's good or bad. And there's a lot of bad here. And I'm trying to find a positive spin on this, but man, you listen to, to Gabe Cups, who really sharp young man, by the way. You listen to him talk and, and Malik Renew talk after the game, and, and Cups gave it to us straight. He said, Yeah, it came down to effort and execution. And he said, The bad thing is, those are things that we can control. He said, But the good thing is, those are things we can control effort, energy, and execution, the three E's. And I think he's 100% right. And I think that's a good spot to leave off here on this episode is Indiana had a chance to be in this game. And I really did think they had a chance to win it. I'm not, I wasn't blowing smoke on Friday. I I really did believe that. But man, when you, when you just don't defend and you get out hustled, right? And out effort it, I don't know how to say that properly. And you just, Auburn played harder than you and they played a lot better than you. And Indiana was in foul trouble early. I know they were. And the rotations just were tough, man. And the defense, or not the defense, the uh, the the bench came in and, and, and helped you and assisted you in this game, but they just weren't enough this time. You went up against a good Auburn team who responded off of a loss, who had more rest than you throughout the week. They had two more days than you. You played on Tuesday. Auburn didn't play till last Sunday. So they did have a couple more days, but overall, they responded off a loss. And you'd never know that Indiana won a game on Tuesday on the road in the Big Ten. You'd never know it by how they played yesterday on Saturday. I don't know, man. There's so much to break down here. These are just my initial thoughts. Wanted to get a reaction episode up for you. We'll talk throughout the week because here's the bottom line. The Hoosiers, you got to shake this one off. You got to move on from this. You cannot linger around on this one too much. You have an even bigger game coming up in less than a week. You have a top five Kansas team coming to town to Bloomington in Assembly Hall, and you have to be ready for that game. 
You give up 104 to Auburn and you play that way against Kansas, imagine what they'll do. Imagine what that team will do if you play the way you did on this game on Saturday. It's tough, man. We got a lot to talk about this week. We got a lot to talk about this week. We'll have an episode going out tomorrow. That'll be Monday. We'll have an episode talking more Indiana basketball. We'll make sure we touch on the women as well. I know they played uh, on Saturday, so we'll make sure we give them, uh, show them some love as well and talk about that. We'll get you some more updates on the transfer portal and college football and kind of talk about where uh, Kurt Signetti is with the Indiana football program. And all that'll be this week here on Locked on Hoosiers. Before we go, Today's episode has also been brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. They are the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. Um, I test my skills every day on Prize Picks, and it's the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Prize Picks is really simple to play. I can make my picks and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. Yes, it is true. Go check out Prize Picks by going to Prize prizepicks.com slash locked on college and use code locked on college for a first deposit match up to $100 prize picks is daily fantasy sports made easy if you're on youtube again like the video subscribe to the channel we're growing uh, we are uh, at this time probably eclipse that 1500 mark so thank you so much i was wanting to get there before uh, the start of the new year and so thank you so much so, hey let's make a push to 2000 huh here on locked on hoosiers on the youtube channel to all of my audio listeners thank you so much as well subscribe there if you're if you're able to uh, so and turn on notifications so you know when we go live and just thank you so much to the everydayers for your support it really does mean a lot so until tomorrow hoosier fans it's going to be okay I promise, but we got to move on from this one. We'll talk more about it. Until then, stay safe, and I'll talk to you later.